Metro Boomin wants some more, nigga. Zaytoven. <laughs> oh, man. How lit is this theme? I don't know, but we're probably going to get, like, copyright ammo. No, nah, because if we talk over it, it doesn't happen. Yo, I think <laughs> this nigga Cody Rhodes said, yo, Jim, I want you to make something that I can ride around with my black girlfriend to. This is his black wife. His, his beautiful black... ass black wife. Yo, he's just piping that down, son. Wait for it. Wait for it. This is so fire. This theme is unnecessarily Why fire. isn't Future on the remix to this? I don't know. He needs Future and Sway Lee. <laughs> Immediately on this fucking shit. Um, we are Mike here. Will made it, nigga. Fucking bonus episode. Bonus episode after our great extravaganza. We have to give you a wrestling episode. This is a bonus extravaganza. This is also contractually obligated. Like, we signed ourselves to the devil to do this. We signed ourselves to the devil to do fucking... No, nah, I don't want to say that. That's too much pressure. No. Nah, we, <laughs> nah, we just signed up to Vince McMahon. That's not pressure. It was him. It was him all along. It was him all along, damn it. We are here to do this wrestling podcast. And it's been... This fucking fire week in wrestling. Road to SummerSlam. The road to SummerSlam. I mean, we have tickets. We're going to be at NXT. We're going to be there. We're going to be fingering your baby moms in the crowd. I don't know if Jamil's going to be doing I'm going to be doing that. Fuck yeah. Fingering? I don't know. I guess. Whatever. Whatever. (laughs) If everyone's doing it, might as well, right? Right? Yeah. Get my wrist wet, you know. Fucking, um, we're going to be in, I guess. So, the tickets I got. Let me just uh, say this is the tickets I got. Why I got these tickets. There were floor seats available. Mm-hmm. I opted not to do floor seats because I had experience last time at the live show with the floor seats. Mm-hmm. In terms of, I was in tenth row. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess there were no Titantrons, but I guess there will be at this NXT live show. Oh yeah, now they upped the budget for NXT. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's TV, so they got to have all the flashy shit. They had none of that. I was in probably tenth row. If you're in tenth row, you pretty much have to stand up to see. Because of the nine people, the nine fucking rows ahead of you. And then there were kids behind me, so I felt bad standing up. And then there's this handicapped girl who only wanted to see Roman Reigns behind me, and I was just standing up. And it just became this whole awkward situation. So I just opted to go to, like, the level above. I didn't want to be on floor seats. That's too much pressure this time. That's too much. If if we're not in the first three rows, it don't make any sense to have floor seats for me. Yeah, touching niggas by the barricade. Yo, niggas, the- niggas are disrespect. I've seen niggas slap other wrestlers' backs while they had. To- <laughs> I was like, yo, how do these niggas not pop on them? I son? have no idea. It's no fucking clue. But we're gonna be in. I, I think it's section eight. Mm. However that happened. However that ended. <laughs> section. We're in. We're, we're that's in so racist. Eight. <laughs> we're in section eight. <laughs> we're in section eight. We pay thirty two dollars for rent. Right. Um. um the, so we're gonna be there at NXT, and you know they there's well. That's the first thing to talk about. Battleground last Sunday, The Undertaker returning. Son, the return of The Undertaker marks like, I love this man because he's brought so many great wrestling memories to me, but I want him to kind of give up the ghost. I, I couldn't believe they unthawed him before <laughs> the next WrestleMania. You said they had him like frozen like Walt Disney? Yeah, pretty much. They have him frozen because otherwise, his bo- I assume his body would just fall apart by now. He's had so many, he's been doing this for so many years. It's not so much that he can't do it. It's not so much that he doesn't want to, I guess, but his just like body just can't. Yeah, do it. his body doesn't keep like it's not keeping up with him because he can. He like, put the pants back on and everything. Yeah, like last time his <laughs> he was like limping after he yeah. hit the old school off the Nigga top. Nigga hit rope. the old school and was just like a hard limp. He was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna feel this shit." 
Nigga, he went from old school to oldest school, like <laughs> Old Testament school, my nigga. Oh, uh, man. But he, t- he returned at Battleground in the W. He interfered in the WWE Championship match between Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar. It was a. I mean, the match was going okay, mm-hmm. and then he showed up and just kind of like. The only issue I had was there was no ending, I guess. To a WWE Championship match? Yeah, there really wasn't. Nah, it was just they like, didn't care. They just wanted to set that up. He for. showed up, old man showed up. You know, looked like his father and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Kicked him in the groin, choke slammed him, tombstone him two times, and that was it. Then they transitioned into Raw the next night, where it had this like big like that big rumble in the middle of the that ring. Big p- fucking. I what what would you call it? I guess uh, that that fucking two niggas fighting and everyone in the whole world's holding the whole them back. world holding them back and shit like that. Post gen the a, a generational sort of beef. I get. I don't know. They're it's not even like, a generation. They're I like think ten years. Apart. They don't even like each other. Actually, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure by now nah. they hate each other. Well, nah. I think they re- Undertaker wouldn't job to Brock Lesnar as many times as he does if he didn't like Brock Lesnar. Mm. I'm I'm looking back in history and I had to go back through. Through that Sur- American badass era? Surprisingly. It, this is just off the top of my head. I have no... I did not go on the results page and just look. Undertaker has never beaten Brock Lesnar. Ever. Oh, so this is going to be the one. This might be the one. Or he might not just beat him ever. I think they have a match scheduled for SummerSlam now just because of how... The Undertaker's reasoning then, for this was that Paul Heyman kept talking about him losing so much. <laughs> then what it's going to have to be is, yeah, I felt like that's what the reason why he was going to come back to, even when you told me that he can't, like, he showed up at Battlegrounds and shit like that. I was like, oh, man, I didn't even look into this match because I thought it was just going to be stupid. I thought they were going to, you know what I thought was going to happen? What? I thought they were going to throw Seth Rollins straight out of the ring, mm-hmm. just Roman Reigns and um, Brock Lesnar, and it's just them going to go at it. Right. And then Roman, and then like Seth Rollins comes out of nowhere and just like sneaks a win and just slides the fuck out. Right. But that Undertaker shit just brought like a whole new level to it. It's fucking, I mean, but the thing is, it's like I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to expect more from this match. They, yeah. The WrestleMania 30 match, granted, Undertaker somehow no, not somehow he obtained a concussion within, like, the first few minutes of the match. So just variably, the match just got shittier as it went on because he was so, you know, out of it. Concussed. The The one thing I remember from that WrestleMania match, I just remember Undertaker being on the ropes and just calling the entire match while on the ropes. Like, Brock Lesnar's punching him, and Undertaker just calling the entire match. Like, what he's going to do next, how you going to do it, everything like that. <laughs> and it was just this, like, real slow pace and real... So by the time he hit the third at five, no one really realized it, because no one expected it to be over at WrestleMania 30. Yeah. No one expected it to be over. He hit the third at five, and people... There wasn't any strong, like, you know... Where... Undertaker gets his, like, you know, gets his shit in, gets his second win, anything like that. It just kind of ended. And I think that was a shock of most of all. But now they have this match at, you know, SummerSlam, and I still don't know if it's going to be... Do you think it's going to be a good match? It's going to it's gonna be an all right match. It's going to be slow and painful to watch, honestly. And then they're going to do this again at WrestleMania, inevitably. They're going to do this again at WrestleMania. Yeah, because even if Brock wins or Undertaker loses, they put it all on the line. I mean, Brock wins or Undertaker wins, they'll still put it all on the line because he's going to say, you can't beat me on the grandest stage of them all. Pretty much. I, I, I think so. Um, another under- th- Go ahead. Oh, another thing. Um the Undertaker after this year, I really, really want you to take a seat 
you know, warm up some Epsom salt and just <laughs> soak my nigga. Well, it, it's it's looking like this is his like last run, and yeah. I say this because he's he's being booked on pay per views that aren't you know WrestleMania now. He's uh he's on this. They scheduled him for this tour in Mexico. They're doing it in October, but he never does. Like he never do a you know a WWE tour. He pretty much is exclusively WrestleMania now. So I think they're either he's on his last run or they're really building up to this WrestleMania in, you know, Arlington, Texas. Mm-hmm. Which is, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot about 100, that. 100,000 people they're trying to fill up in these seats. Not just that. It's, it's his home It's his home, it's his home state. state, exactly. Um, they, Hall of Fame, potentially. Oh, definitely. I think after this, after this whole run, I think he should be inducted same day. Same day you inducted the night before WrestleMania, wrestled his last mm-hmm. match at WrestleMania. Re- Absolutely. Retired the next night and, you know. Fucking... Absolutely. He's done a lot for this company. He's done a lot for over the years. I'm watching Attitude Era Raw, just seeing this and just seeing, like, where he was before and how he's, like, changed to now. He's grown a lot. And I think, I, I don't know. Even in the ring, he's grown a lot. Like, he was, I don't want to say he was bad before because he was just a great performer, but he wasn't as dynamic as a performer as he mm-hmm. evolved into. And he really didn't start, you know, delivering these really high-quality matches until probably 2006, 2007. And by then, he'd had this, like, 16-year career. Mm-hmm. He's had, he was, he was, existed during the era where it was just like these big gimmicks and you didn't really have to do much you just had to really be the gimmick he didn't sell anything mm-hmm. back when you know he was the the undertaker where he was like he came out he was like really this like paul bearer undertaker just uh and then he transitioned to like this sort of evil phenom then there was that era where he had that beard thing and that was kind of weird Nah, I think one of my favorite Undertaker eras is the American Badass. That is era. so underrated. It's so man. underrated because he was he was starting to get to that that prime point in his career. One, mm-hmm. he was he was just developing that style of like wrestling. He had completely stopped using the Tombstone Piledriver for like a little while and used the Last Ride. Used the last and it was ride. just such an epic finish because it's like. He he literally hoists you up like he's a towering man. He's like what seven something. He's like he's he's just about seven feet. He's seven feet. I think they they milked it a little bit. He may be like six ten. He might 11. be six ten, six eleven, but he's a huge dude. And for him to lift you up even further in the air, that's fucking insane. I I can't. I I last ride on pillows. Last ride on you know other children. <laughs> yeah, right. I would like I was power bombing children like straight into shit because oh, of the Undertaker. Man, that was the American Badass era. I, that's my favorite. But what makes it so great is that it's so authentic. It's yeah. nothing that's forced because that's really who he is. I think he that's, did that. That's yeah. the kind of person Mark Calloway is. I think he did that in sort of response just to the Attitude Era. Yeah. Just because everyone was getting some sort of real, and um, there's this article online. I think it was for Sports Illustrated where Kevin Nash reveals that. Um, originally Undertaker's contract was up and he was going to come to WCW, which was, mm-hmm. would surprise the fuck out of me because, but he says this in like the 2000 era, but it's like 2000 era is when WCW was shitty. Like it mm-hmm. was, a, it had Jeff Jarrett, main eventing, everything, <laughs> slap nuts and, <laughs> slap all nuts. That, and all of that shit. So that was just surprising to me, but he really tr- transitioned himself into this whole new character. People accepted it. People loved it. Mm-hmm. He was still sort of that. And then he went back to, you know, the dead man gimmick, which yeah. is, I, I, I like it. I only liked it because he sort of stepped up his in-ring game. Yeah. Like tenfold. Started doing the go-go platter. 
the the Hell's Gate. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sorry. Oh, he's doing a big the... MMA and boxing fan, so he does like a lot of like technical stuff. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a really cool, dude. So shout out to the Undertaker. He's back. Shout out to him for being a veteran. But shout out to him for that fucking that like six minute, seven minute brawl on Raw, where he was just like being held back, and it was just like fucking so much commentary by just the other people. I remember Titus just had me cracking up. He was like, hold up, hold up, hold up. You sound like, as my friend um, Justin Davis said, like one of the like bouncers at Club Live or something. <laughs> just like, hold up, hold up. Fucking, um, you had R-Truth and all these other like mid-Carter Yeah, like, they were all holding him back. Like, those aren't all really fit people that can't hold back an old dude. And it's like, he's 50 years old, and he's, like, jumping over people. Like, fucking Brock Lesnar looking like the monster he is, running down the hallway, flipping tables, and fucking diving into The Undertaker. It was fucking great. It was just just completely great. One more thing that I am so very excited for is Kevin Owens. I definitely wanted to talk his about his career right Let's now. Get to these, he's so very these lit. Fuse. He's a, he's so very lit right now. But he here's the thing. He's definitely he's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. He's completely awesome. He be first first time out the gate beat John Cena mm-hmm. clean. Very few people can say they beat John Cena clean. Mm-hmm. Period. Second time, you know, he lost. Mm-hmm. It's, it's understandable. John Cena got to get, you know, you got to get his shit in. They're yeah. not going to totally bury John Cena. Third match that he had on Battleground this Sunday was Kevin Owens versus John Cena 3. Kevin Owens loses once again. He loses to the STF. Um, you? I, yeah, well, no. The ST- oh, they just shortened they, it they again? They shortened it. Come oh. on, PG era. Come on. Oh, yeah. STF. AA. <laughs> As the in AA. Alcohol- <laughs> Alcoholics Anonymous is an old. He lost, so now he's like in this sort of transitional period where he they're transitioning now from this sort of main event caliber star uh-huh. when he just jumped out of the way to just like upper mid-carter now. They're cooling the jets on him. And um, I guess by the time this airs, so and, and on Thursday they started – preparing for this feud. So it looks like he's going to face Cesaro at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. So it's Kevin Owens versus Cesaro at SummerSlam, which is like a fucking amazing match. Just like Oh, it. man. I wanted it to actually... I wanted... What I would have wanted for Battlegrounds, actually, was for them to, to have... have a triple threat match? Or? Either a triple threat match or at least, like, maybe a fatal four-way with Rusev, Cesaro, right. Kevin Owens, and John Cena. And John Cena has to beat up all these foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> to save America? Because it's the U.S. title, right? Like, Yeah, he, like, he comes in with, like, a plastic eagle, hits Kevin Owens over the head, tells him to go back to Canada. <laughs> oh, and he's like, man. what's this all about? Oh, man. But yeah, I think that's what a lot of people anticipated. I really wanted it. Like, no, because I wanted to see all the, the crazy spots because these are, like, some really talented Dude, guys. They had a fucking killer triple threat match the other week. Yo. That was the That most, raw shit was crazy. It was fucking insane. And Cesaro, even even in loss, Cesaro came out the winner that night, even though. It looked amazing. It, it, it was just incredible. Um, so they're setting up for Cesaro and Owens, which should be a fantastic match. It should be fucking a killing. Two strong, really strong dudes, two solid workers. These guys are going to put, like, like. remember that time we watched that one match with, like, Cesaro and Christian? Yeah. Right? I, I, I miss Christian. I'm in the, I'm I'm OD in the, like, minority of missing Christian because I feel like they nah, did him dirty. No, nah, I feel like he's a great worker. It's just his level, like, he, inju- he injures himself, like, opening mail. They did it. <laughs> they did him so dirty, though. Like, they literally said, like, 
he he hasn't been cleared to medically wrestle, mm-hmm. but he didn't want to like stop wrestling. He he wanted to retire on his own terms. But at some point, WWE announced just like on commentary, he was like, "Yeah, and this, you know these two retired wrestlers, Edge and Christian." And Christian's like, "Whoa, I'm retired. Hold the fuck up. When did that happen?" So they pretty much retired him for him. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of fucked up. I mean, I'm in a minority. I liked Christian a lot. He's probably in Mexico jumping off the top rope. And I think um, when you minus the work rate. I guess he's, like, replaced now by Miz. Because he's, like... Miz is the annoying sort of character on the mic who can sort of get that heat. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have the sort of work rate that Christian does. Nah, I think Christian was such a way better... Like, Edge and Christian as a duo, they were a really good tag team. I thought they were really good, but... In, would you rank them in sort of greatest of all time in sort of tag teams? I wouldn't call them greatest of all time, but for their era. For their, their era, era, the attitude they, era. They go down in history as like yeah. what, like they go down in history as part of like the top Cause five. Because I feel, yeah, I feel like they've had way better solo careers than they've had like a tag team. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like the Dudley Boys where they're obviously like one of the greatest tag teams ever. And then they've done their solo stuff, had their solo success, but they're really defined by their tag team. I feel like both Edge and Christian now are both defined by their like single stars but you know oh edge definitely it back to i guess you know running down the SummerSlam card it, now it looks like john cena versus seth rollins u.s champion versus wwe champion which is so silly because then that means no belt is probably even on the line right? i think the wwe championship will be on the, i don't know if the u.s title will be on the line i, I it would be cool if both titles were on the line it'd be cool if both titles were on the line but i wouldn't see a point to it like, he'd probably lose it the next day on Monday night. Yeah, I think so. I think it could be a stepping stone to put someone over. Um, I'm not a fan. I think he's – I'm not a fan. I see why they're doing it, mm-hmm. obviously, from a business standpoint. John Cena is one of the highest-grossing stars. They're making pretty much – SummerSlam is, like, the biggest – you know, the second biggest show of the year. Mm-hmm. They have all these press. There's all, all this media. Everything is going towards SummerSlam. I'm hearing now that they're trying to have ESPN cover SummerSlam. That's dope. Um, but it's so I understand why they're putting John Cena in this high profile match against Seth Rollins. But man, I was getting so gl- happy of just seeing John Cena not in the WWE title. Yeah, picture. I don't know what it is, but like I hate him so much less as like like a mid card wrestler. Right, right. Really? Someone fighting with the other because when you put him in the sort of main event, he doesn't really wrestle anyone sort of under there. Yeah, he doesn't wrestle anyone new either. He doesn't. So he gets stuck in the same cycle right, of wrestling he, Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, Roman Kane. Reigns, Kane. How many times are we going to see him wrestle Kane? Yo, I thank God they snapped that nigga ankle. I want to see him <laughs> less of this nigga. Oh, man. Like, I, it made no sense to me. But it's, I, I, I don't necessarily want to see him in this, you know, this sort of match. I I kind of wish they had the third series of Kevin Owens and John Cena SummerSlam, but I see now why they not just because this is such a more high profile match. Um, normally, every time I see him in a match, it's that it's it's figuring out how John Cena is going to lose because mm-hmm. I he, he's not going to lose. I don't think in a WWE Championship match where they could potentially have Seth Rollins retain that he's not going to. I don't think Seth Rollins is going to outright beat John Cena. Yeah, I think it's going to be a very dirty finish. It's gonna be like, dirty finish. I'm not extremely dirty, but it's gonna be like probably like a mistake on someone else's part. Like someone's trying to help John Cena win and hits him in the head with something. And I don't even or know. Or maybe Sheamus will come in, and then Seth Rollins. Wouldn't is that be catch, great? Yeah, he's gonna catch a bro kick, and he misses, and he hits John Cena while the referee's out. That would be great. 
Just, and then this nigga, and then this nigga Seamus goes, "Oh shit!" And then he gets like hit with the briefcase. Seamus must be like the most hated money in the like. No one wants to see him win. No one wants to see him win because there's no point in it. I, I feel f- like he should be stuck in the mid card too. For, he like, is. A I mean, the thing with Seamus is, I like Seamus as a worker. I think he's an incredible worker. I think he hits hard. He works very well in the ring. He, you know, has a great move set. He has a great look. But it's just like for some reason, I don't want to see his matches. Like, he was booked against Randy Orton on Sunday. I didn't want to see... they lucky they put that match on first, because I would have never watched it otherwise. Mm-hmm. Anywhere under the car... Anywhere else on the card, I would never watch that match. But he's, he's he's really good, but it's just... I don't know. He's just... He's just that not... He's just not exciting to watch. Neither is sort of, I think, Randy Orton in that aspect. And I think Randy Orton is becoming... It's because he makes himself so stale. He I, doesn't... He doesn't like. He doesn't try anything new. No, he's not like. And, and you see now how John Cena and Randy Orton are just so much polar opposites, because I think Randy Orton is very comfortable with where he's at now. Mm-hmm. He knows where he's at. He knows at any time he could become WWE champion. At any time he could be thrusted back in the main event picture. He's making his money. He's doing his things. The man took like three weeks off during the summer and mm-hmm. just went on vacation. No days off for John Cena. Not saying that he. I think honestly, I think all wrestlers should go on vacation. You should I think, have yeah, time off because honestly, you guys put your bodies through like the ringer every right. time you step inside that fucking ring. Right, but it's just it's, it's obvious how complacent he is and just how comfortable he is with his spot, and he's not really trying anything else. He's kind of cool with everything that's be delivered to him. I couldn't see him with like say the Intercontinental Championship having these sort of opens. I think they would all be just the same match. Whereas John Cena's now pushing himself. He's doing these springboard stunners, which, granted, all look kind of terrible to me. Because he's so stiff. He's a, he, Like, the way his body is set up, it's yeah. like he can't even fully close himself in. That's, like, like, he can't give himself an embrace or his muscles will that's pop. That's such a tricky move to hit, though. Like, you're springboarding, you're jumping back. You're not even seeing where you're going, pretty much. Yeah. You're trying to I grab somebody. I want to see somebody. if he can still do the throwback. The throwback? Do you remember that move? Yeah, he the, where he jumped over the nigga. He jumped over the nigga, and it's, it's like a neck breaker. I don't know. I I never liked that move. I don't even know how he can like how he can even do it now. Because after a while, he's just stopped jumping over people and just started jumping to the side of them and grabbing their neck and shit. Oh, the bulldog. Yeah, yeah. He, not not so much the bulldog, but he wasn't getting like a full jump over them. He was just like jumping, flipping to the side and shit. <laughs> but um. I want to also bring up, I don't know, this Divas Revolution. Oh, son. Bringing those Divas up was the best idea. The best idea. They're calling this the Divas Revolution um, because they brought up NXT's three. Best Divas. Right. They call them the Four Horsemen. They brought up three of the 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 Four four Horsewomen. The Four Horsemen? Oh, I thought you, like, the four whore women? The four horse women. Oh, yeah, niggas is rude. That's what I thought you called them. I was no, like, niggas is rude. four horse women. <laughs> Fucking Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and Sasha Banks. And now they've sort of, like, threw them into this sort of, uh... Into the Divas, uh... The Diva, it's like, I guess they're they're staking their place for, like, power in the division. Where you have Team Bella, who are, like, Nikki Bella, Brie Bella, Alicia Fox for some reason. I don't know, that was just random. Um, and then you have Team Paige, I guess, which people are calling, you know, the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> Paige, which was Buttercup, <laughs> Charlotte was Blossom, and Becky Lynch, who was the redheaded one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Blossom. 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 Then who? Buttercup. Bubbles. Is, Bubbles. There we go. Bubbles. Charlotte's Bubbles. Charlotte's I don't know. Bubbles, probably. And then you have... She got, she got a big rack? Charlotte? Yeah. Nah. 
Then she's now bubbles. She's very sort of manly sort of frame. Oh. It's a, it's a, she ain't got no bubbles. Nah, she's very much, because she was a personal trainer, so she's very built. She's very. That's a scary bitch. And she's like tall, too. So it's like, she's like, gotta be 5'11 or something like that. That lady's scary. Um, And then they have like, I guess, Team Bad. Team Bad. Team, they call them. Is it an acronym? It's a it's an acronym, of course. Um, At first they were called Best at Dominating, and then WWE changed it and said Beautiful and Dangerous. Oh. So um, it's Naomi, Tamina, and Sasha Banks. Ew. Yeah. It's, Why is Tamina in any... Yo, t- I don't know. Tamina is like milking her legacy. She, for she's, like... pretty, she's pretty terrible. Yeah. Like... <laughs> she's, fucking, she's pretty fucking terrible in the ring. And I'm just like... She's not exciting. She's very stiff. She's meant to be in that sort of position, but she's just not... Like, she brings nothing. Like, they could fire her the next day and no one would really care. But these three girls are supposed to re- revitalize the division. Um, what they're doing now, I guess, I think they're making a mistake and sort of promoting this as just sort of this diva revolution and mm-hmm. just not letting them just do their they thing. Yeah. Just do your fucking thing. They I... These girls have killed it in NXT just by doing their own thing. Don't try to brand them. Don't try to make it just sort of like huge, you know, revolution for women where it's just like, it's a revolution That's for one women. Thing that I think they're hoping that like more women like watch the show because of this, right? And I think it's stupid because it's like if women are watching the show already, like they're they're watching it regardless. Yeah. I think that's what they're trying to do. But they're also tired of us complaining, of, of course, about the Divas Division. Well, they gave us plenty to complain about. I mean, for the yeah. past 10 years. Jesus Christ. Since, <laughs> um, I don't want to say since, well, I guess since Trish and Lita left, the division has been, it's just this era that's been sort of a blur where they have the Beth Phoenix and, like, Michelle McCool and, like, Yeah, you know, and they have, like, Eve the Torres. one or two, like, good, successful female wrestlers. And then right, but like, no one, like, like, I wish Beth Phoenix returned now. She grew up in the wrong era. Yeah. She, she, I mean, granted. Or, like, even a, even a karma would have scared the shit out of Karma would fit in NXT, and I, and unfortunately she's under, you know, TNA. She's back on TNA now. Poor TNA. Um, but it's this, this David, I'm, I'm all for it. I think this was long overdue. Mm -hmm. It's very, very long overdue. I think they should have called him up way sooner. Um, but it, it was a great moment for them. I'm excited to see what it's going to do. They're, Nikki Bella has been Divas champion for 230-something days. It's looking like they want to break AJ Lee's record. Probably. They're probably tight. Yeah. So she's she hasn't been defending the title a lot, actually. Um, but any one of these girls could pretty much take the title snag from Snag that belt from that And I think that it's going to be Charlotte, honestly. Even you know what it, they should do? They should probably, like, they're probably going to carry this over into Survivor Series and have, like, Survivor Series teams. That would be a long, that's a, I don't think they plan long term for Divas. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think they just treat them like interchangeable parts. Yeah, I think they're doing this now. Granted, I think they're doing this now, giving us these, you know, give Divas a chance thing. I think they're capitalizing a lot on the U.S. Open, U.S. soccer team win. Serena Williams' win. I think they're capitalizing a lot on that, but I think they're also just going to revert back because... To not giving a shit about them. Yeah, I honestly don't think they have enough time. They're trying to dedicate the time, and they're giving them these longer matches, which is great. These they have longer... no choice, my nigga. Raw is how many hours? Yeah, three, three hours, my nigga. Three, three, damn near three hours, 15 minutes, the overrun and shit. Yeah. Like, fucking, and then they expect you to watch shit on the network all after the fact. But these, like, they're giving them longer matches, but I wish they'd rather just 
rather than longer matches, just give them just sort of better quality stories. Yeah, better quality matches. Great character development. Just you know, give us a reason to care about these people because honestly, they're just tits and ass that fly through the air now. Yeah. Like, you're not giving them a personality. On NXT, they had one hour, and everyone cared about every single character that was on the show. You have three hours. You have the time to dedicate. You have the the, the creative team to just sort of make these stories for them so they can, you know, shine and just have this sort of character development people can actually get behind. I don't know about, like, the team, because sometimes the team be fucking up. The team be old. Yo, the team up. be fucking up, like... Forgetting about shit they wrote in the story like a, I don't a week know. ago. I think the I don't I don't like their sort of recent trend with how they write Raws. Yeah. Because I think they sort of they do this thing where they have a million rematches. Like the one like I I remember the period of the Usos versus Miz and Mizdow. Mm-hmm. Where one week it was one Uso versus Miz, then the other week it was the other Uso versus Mizdow. Then the other week, it was a six-man tag. Whatever happened to niggas having random matches and the heel nigga just runs in? Yeah, whatever happened to people just interacting with people outside of their feud? Like, it's just so... It's, it's, it's unrealistic to believe everyone is sort of in their bubble with their own feud, only fighting this only one person. Yeah, because it's like 50 niggas on a card, and then you're stuck fight, facing the same nigga for about four or five weeks straight. That's anyway. why John Cena faced Kane and Randy Orton for like the... The first six months out of the maybe last six months out of the last year or something along those so lines. Stupid. It was just so crazy. I don't know. All um, we're asking for is now with the change in the addition to like better stars on your roster. All we're asking for is a little more diversity. We're tired of seeing the same people on Raw, yeah. the same people on SmackDown. You know, we want you to switch it up. So yeah, and yeah. I, I thought it was a great. Like I thought it was brilliant. That John Cena's on every Monday night defending the U.S. title because it gives him a chance to face people he hasn't faced before. And it's just something, and it's a it's an attraction mm-hmm. that you can just pretty much gravitate towards. You can always know, okay, there's going to be this great U.S. Open championship Yo, match. Yo, next week I want him to fight Finn Balor. <laughs> That's why I've always wanted that. Because like, I feel like Finn Balor or Sami Zayn put on a great match with John Cena. Yeah, Sami Zayn had his match. With John Cena, that's the one where he, like, injured his arm. Oh, yeah. So he had that match a long time ago. But it's like, I I want the, just the sort of unpredictability. That's what the U.S. Open sort of brings. Because you don't know who's going to answer the challenge. You don't know what kind of match you're going to have. You know it's going to be a great match. But you never, you don't know what's going to happen. And that's sort of the unpredictability of WWE that it sort of needs. Mm -hmm. I think the reason why fans are so fed up and ratings has been so low, just because they feel everything is so predictable. And that's just from the writing of it, just like people just rehashing the same thing over and over with these rematches and these constant, you know, promos and segments and things like that. And and then you have that spawns a wrestling fan who instantly is like, I think, you know, who thinks like, you know, Jack Swagger is going to win the U.S. championship mm-hmm. just because he's like this U.S. thing. He's like, oh, man, he should easily win the U.S. championship. Duh. You have these people who think like, oh, man, of course, John Cena of course, Kevin Owens is going to be John Cena because he should be John Cena. I think that's sort of the predictability of it mm-hmm. where fans come in, you know, this. I guess that's what they think. One wrestler I've been really like, I've really grown appreciation for over the year, and I think it's by far the most improved wrestler of the year, mm-hmm. is Roman Reigns. Oh, hell yeah. He got way better in the ring. He got way, <laughs> he got way better in the ring because. Like at like it was a certain point when the shield where I real started to realize that like 
sort of like uh, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose were doing a lot of work. Right. And then like he just come pick up the spra- like the scraps, mm-hmm. do the spear, maybe punch a nigga in the face. He has a and co- then he has the coolest moveset. That's why I say. Yeah, right now he has the coolest moveset. He has the coolest moveset. Like I, pl- I I'd want to play as him in a video game. Yeah, because he's got that that boot off the apron, the boot the, off the apron, the Superman punch, that fucking clothesline, the spear, all that sort of shit. Like that that smooth ass Samoan drop. Yeah, he's fucking he's he's developed also this sort of great timing mm-hmm. because he's having these great matches of lately, and I think it started when people were doubting him at the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. People booed the shit out of him, so he started having these great matches with Daniel Bryan. I think the match of WrestleMania versus Brock Lesnar, a very physical, mm-hmm. very intense, another great match that I think is kind of underrated, actually. Because it was a hard-hitting match. This was a stiff match. Everything hit, and it hit hard. Then he had this match. He pulled a great match out of the big show. Just like it was in this extreme, it was this tables match or extreme rules match or street fight or some shit like that. And he pulled this great match. He's been having great matches through the mm-hmm. entire year. He had another solid match with Bray Wyatt at Battleground, which ended with Luke Harper returning and then they're reuniting the Wyatt family um, because why did they ever fucking break them apart? But um, but they treat them as like – but since they treat them as like a constant like like package, mm-hmm. they're always going to have to be together. Yeah, but I think they – I think there's, there was a better way they could split them apart in terms of it benefiting them. Yeah. One day it just happened. Like it happened – like there were promos of it happened and then it just happened. Whereas you could definitely do a build, maybe some tension happens. Maybe Luke Luke Harper is on this like very very strong role, and Bray Wyatt is like anyone but you now. Like I don't know, nigga. Uh, but like <laughs> something along those lines. I think they could have done it way better. But Roman Reigns has sort of been killing it. Unfortunately, I think they've sort of really scaled him back. Mm-hmm. He was in the you know the WWE title the picture, picture, and then they just they sort of I guess they're pulling the they're they're slowing him down. I think they the Jets. No, what I think was there's no there's no like actual contractual things that they're signed to to do it. So it's like Sheamus probably has something in his contract that owes him like another title run. I don't know about that. I think well, I don't know about that. I think he would have had it already if if well, yeah. No, no I, I'm injured. starting to think the title know. runs are like contractual. Maybe for John Cena or something. Yeah, for John Cena <laughs> and the major main eventers. But you have to remember when when his like his shit was put together, he was a major main, main eventer. Like right. they gave him the belt almost like a couple months into him being there. Yeah, I think that's because they tr- he generated so much. When you generate money, you're getting the belt all the time. Yeah, but uh, with Roman Reigns, they've scaled him back. Um, I'm I'm interested I- to see him go back into the title picture now. But I think now he's sort of winning over more fans. I think he won't be in the title picture till about Mania. I I don't know what the WWE title plans are for Mania. I just think I don't think he'll be in the WWE title picture at Mania because I think um because of you know this huge ass stadium, mm-hmm. a hundred thousand people. So the, you think it'll be an old timer? Yes, because I think they're trying to go for a surefire thing. Okay. They need someone that they need to sell out a hundred thousand tickets. Hmm. So I think. So do you think this will be Daniel Bryan's return then? No, I don't even think Daniel Bryan, Bryan will do be it? because I think because of the injuries. Oh yeah, he's been off. He's been on the bench for too long. I think honestly, if we're looking at WWE title picture, I think uh, here's a few names: Undertaker, mm-hmm. WWE title picture, Brock Lesnar. Uh-huh. Oh, Brock Lesnar is probably going to hold the belt or The Rock. I do not want The Rock back in a WWE ring. He's he. They're trying to sell a hundred thousand seats. The Rock will be there. The Rock will be there, and he'll probably be hosting. I don't want him back. I don't in the know ring. if he'll be hosting. He'd be getting he, me tight, son. He, he 
He gets me dread because I don't think he just works on his moves and shit like that. Nah, well... His ring rust is so crazy. He doesn't wrestle a lot, but he, he was never like a... I guess a super great wrestler. He wasn't ever a super great he was wrestler. Very but exciting. He was very exciting and at least a, like kind of crisp in the ring. Like, right, right. So it's like 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 at the pinnacle of his career, we were like, yeah, The Rock could put on a good match with just about anyone. Yeah. So it was, and now it's kind of like, oh my god, if I have to see this nigga in the ring one more goddamn time. But well, he also had to face John Cena. Yeah, so that's I don't what I'm know. saying. He had to face John Cena. I mean, it's not sort of like no your one ex- styles don't really mesh. No one expected the moment itself, the moment of John Cena versus The Rock, classic moment in mm-hmm. terms of just the you know the generations and just the size of both stars. But their match was, you know. I couldn't believe it closed WrestleMania twice. Yeah, I couldn't believe it was so garbage. Yeah. I thank God I didn't pay for it. But, you know, I guess rumors are maybe The Rock versus Triple H. (sighs) (laughs) What do you think about that? I want to slap both of them. (laughs) What do you also think of their um, supposedly Sting may return? Sting is supposed to be involved at Fine by me. Fine by me because he hasn't, like... You know what? Let him revel in the shine that he never got. Because I think... Let him revel in the shine that he never got. Fine. Let him have that. Him but losing like, at WrestleMania was But these old niggas, but all these old niggas, like, constantly doing this shit. Like, yo, I'm going to show up to one night and one night only, and you guys are going to pay all this money, and you guys are going to be kind of assed out because it's not that great. Would you, run the, would you rather see... Would you be interested in seeing a Batista at WrestleMania? Is that a serious question? Heel Batista. Heel Batista? Heel Batista is cool. Batista's funny. He, he's, he's actually he's funny. He's funny as He's a hell. funny dude. He's a real good jerk. I think he's a real jerk in real life, right. probably. Face Batista. <laughs> you might get something out of it, but I think the reason why it didn't work was just because he was so front-loaded. Like, everyone knew he was winning, and he didn't deserve to win, and Daniel Bryan was supposed to win. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess that covers it until after until after SummerSlam. After we SummerSlam. have to do another bonus episode for your bitch asses. We'll do it. We'll report live, I guess, because you know we'll be we'll there be SummerSlam there. weekend. Yeah, for the yeah. NXT Takeover show. Um, yeah, we'll we'll do this again sometime. Um, wrestling podcast, bonus podcast. Can we also cue out with the go- with the Stardust music? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's go. Oh, hold on. I got to pull it Oh, up it's very lit, my friend. God. Just wait on it. Wait, no. Can we do the... I want to do, do Eric Rowan's music. Eric Rowan's? You ever He's heard hilarious. Eric Rowan's music? I've actually never heard it because every time I see him on Raw, like, the music never plays. The Sheep Herder. Is that what it's called? That's what it's called. Oh, my Lord. Hold on. Oh my god, it's like I'm ready for like a hoedown. <laughs> I don't know what sounds they put in the shit. <laughs> it's like a it's like a toy piano. Until next time, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Until next time. I'm right. gonna be dropping your bitch tonight. Later. Alright guys. <laughs>